I can't hear you. Did you mute? Yes. Yeah, Woo! And then, it, and then I muted, but I was All already right. muted. Okay, All right. back to mute. <laughs> I can normally hear the click. That time I couldn't for some reason. All right, let's go. It's these policies in many instances either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States. Living next to you is in some ways like keeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, one is affected by every twitch and grunt. Ladies and gentlemen, it is April 2nd, 2014, and welcome to episode number 52 of the Sleeping with the Elephant podcast, where we put the U in color commentary. I am Mr. Paul Swickard, and with me is Mr. Ryan Murphy. Ryan, good afternoon, good evening. Good evening. evening. Depends when the people are listening, because I like to think this show exists whenever people are listening. That that is a lofty notion. That doesn't make sense at all, does it? No, I don't know where you're going with that either. Nowhere. I'm going to stay right here with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You let that marinate. Uh, mm. <laughs> right. Now things have been going this past week. Now all I can think about is marinating things. Uh, things are going that is well. That's what the show is about. I no, don't we should talk about bar- – we should have barbecue – discussion the barbecue portion okay all right you fine you open this this can of words fucking fine cool all right so let's talk about food Mm. um what okay for the american trend of barbecue freedom fries freedom fries we have sort of a um a culture of going to watch a sporting event Mm mm-hmm Either physically and, you know, tailgating, that kind of thing, or having a barbecue at a friend's house, right? In in that barbecue, you have a number of things, right? Hot dogs, hamburgers, yeah. you know, things of that sort, the potato salad, Ew, all kinds okay. of stuff, depending. Um, and that's the sort of American tradition. Now, I'm curious, mm-hmm. now, since you brought this up, and I'm sure this is exactly where you thought we were going with this. You played right into my hand, Paul. What exactly like do you guys have similar traditions like do you go and apologize to each other somewhere over a barbecue like what's the thing that you eat some poutine like what mm. what do you do like what, what what's the collective canadian thing do you club a baby seal and then eat it Jeez. what's the deal no actually <laughs> none of those all things never happen like we we do the same thing we barbecue um, I guess the only difference is, and I'm sure in the northern states it's it's a similar sort of tradition. I mean, barbecuing is year-round. It's It sort of becomes a survival thing. Like, how do you barbecue in the dead of winter? Like, do you plan your, your outings? Do you make sure it's not too windy? Do you wear a parka while you're trying to get your burgers cooked? Like, that is like Canadian barbecuing. But... In the summer, okay. it's the exact same thing. Like you're going to friends' places, you're having beers, you're having, you know, your steaks, your burgers, your uh, your hot dogs, toasting the buns on the top rack, if you know what I mean. Um, no, I don't. So it's literally toasting the buns on the top rack. It's it's kind of a a thing that I do. Um, <laughs> yeah, are you pretending like you made that up? No, never. Like, <laughs> like this is a little something I just cooked up. Literally it's brilliant. 
Hey, you know, top rack, what else is it there for? A warming rack? Sure. Keep your hot dogs from burning when you're still trying to cook your burgers? Of course. But So this is something you've thought about. I, you know what? It's been a long winter, Paul, and I haven't got, like, back in my university days, we were barbecuing every meal in the uh-huh. spring, summer, and fall, and that winter is just so devastating. You can't get out there and barbecue every day because it's a blizzard. It's true. It's a national tragedy. Okay. Now, is everybody – is that true? Like, do you find that to be a Canadian thing? Like, yesterday I was walking home uh, from my run, just getting off the trails, and I live in a fairly residential area. And you can usually tell it's spring by the smell of barbecue on the air. And okay. in Canada, it's almost like a rituals. As soon as the weather hits, like, five degrees – you're out there cooking barbecue. You're out there with your burgers, your steaks. You, you can smell it all over horrible. town. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> it's so it smells so good and all it makes you want to do, it's infectious. It makes you want to go home and slap a big piece of red meat on the the grill and just mm, so good. All right. All right. I'm passionate about it. So, I guess we're more similar than we thought. Oh, we're all red-blooded Americans when it comes right down to it. Uh, North Americans. Red-blooded sure North knows. Americans. I'm pretty sure that there are a few people that would disagree with you. Uh, well, hey. vegans, probably, first off. Probably. Because they don't... I mean, you could throw like a... Is our are, are hot dog shish kebabs like a regular part of the uh, Canadian diet when watching sports, watching <sighs> hockey, watching, you know, curling, whatever? Yeah. I mean, you know, okay. it goes well with beer. It's beer food. It's, it's pub okay. food, as I like to call it. You know, sure. Some lattice fries are always good with some onion okay. dip. Now you've lost us. You you've lost. What? You literally just lost every American listening right now. You don't know what lattice fries are? No. So it's like it's like the fries that. Do you know what lattice is? No. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> like you, do you know the you know the the crisscross wood stuff you put on decks? Like it's kind of like I don't know. Yes. How, yeah, that's lattice. Oh, and okay. then the lattice fries are sort of meant to look like that. It's like crisscrossed potato chip type fries. They're delicious. Okay, very good. I might be explaining it wrong. Maybe you guys have a different word for it. Like maybe like you call it like checkered fries. I don't we know. Craw- we have crisscut fries. That might be it. That probably is it. From well, what the sound of things, <laughs> it might be it. Let's not cut to any conclusions here. All right, fair enough. And in other news, you have Hearthstone. On your iOS in Canada, you bastard. Yeah. And we do not. And that is bullshit. Just saying. Well, okay. And I, I know that that has everything to do with the iOS choosing to roll out. Like, I, I, I've had some experience trying to release an app on the iOS store before. And I know that Blizzard doesn't have complete control over when exactly they want that on the, to appear on the store. So, okay. whatever. But still... You're a bastard. Is it a soft launch or is this like a thing that Apple does? Like they'll allow you to to release what they assume is going to be a large hit uh, in certain markets just to test the waters and, you know, not to strain the system. Like how's that work? It's possible. Like it's possible that Blizzard released it in in those stores with the assumption that they won't be as popular there. But I tend to doubt that very much. I think they just – I think that's just how it happened. Because I think was, they, I think they wanted to release it on every store that they possibly could, mm-hmm. and it just so happened that it went through those stores first. That's yeah, 
Because I was going to say that um, Canada uh, has joined the ranks of New Zealand in, in the sense that we're sort of a beta test area. I mean, we got that Angry Birds game early. We got uh, Dungeon it, Keeper. Don't get me wrong. It's possible. Yeah. Like, they could just – that could be a beta test. But they never – that's the thing. There was no official word from Blizzard either way. So it's it's a guess. I mean, who knows, right? Well, I mean, their, uh, their blog post was fair, not cryptic, but they were fairly, like – hidden in the fact that they were you know not so hidden they were kind of like oh it's gonna launch other places soon just stay tuned and that right soon that's is, my point sounds like fairly it'll probably be up before this show even gets posted so this conversation probably. probably i'm willing to bet like friday or so that's my yeah. guess makes sense to me yeah all right cool moving on mm. let's get to this let's get to some news ryan murphy oh see okay is this news i i thought this was april fool's I didn't actually watch this. It, it is was, not April Fool's. It's not April anymore, Fool's. You asshole. That this was <laughs> like posted doing, on April first. We are not doing this. We are not having a conversation about April Fools when it is not April Fools. But the I listeners will understand want, my assumption when you no, read the headline. They don't. They okay. don't understand why we talked. Why you brought it up, and they don't understand why we're arguing about it now, or I'm yelling at you. Read the headline, and then we'll have this conversation. <laughs> Ah, uh, Fox's Hannity gives Spring Break kids advice about spotting good cocaine and bad cocaine. And it was posted on April 1st. And when I first read that ha- headline and saw the date, sure. I thought, Paul is screwing with me. He's not. <laughs> He's not. And this is real. Uh, Hannity, they were, the story was about Spring Break in general. And it w- they were offering some cautionary tales about how to... Uh, you know how to protect yourself, and among others is how to spot drugs that have not been cut with something illicit. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> so a big I thing, feel right? safer. Uh, here, let's play a little bit of a clip. Let me see if I can find it exactly. It's pretty long, so hang on. There we go. Let's go. I'm the script here, but it's like a five minute bit. As bad as as clean, uh, you know, the sun feeds out toilets. Like, right. Or a maldehyde. Yeah, right. I mean, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's very, very dangerous. I, I mean, blood pressure spikes, there's all kinds of things. Now, I understand, but I, I mean... Did, I, you, did you see kids throwing up, puking? Oh, yeah, you see all of that. <laughs> going to the bathroom on the beach, and this is like at noon. At, the, at noon. When we got there at noon. Hammered at noon. Hammered at noon, because they've been drinking for hours. We also learned there's something called the 100 Mile Club. These guys and, and girls that come from 100 miles away, from like Alabama and Georgia, and... Uh, they target these individuals because they know they're wasted. So they see people with backpacks. They see the backpacks lying on the beach. They go over. They steal the cell phones out of the backpack, steal the alcohol. Um, I'm sure they're throwing drugs and, and drinks. Right, so parents are seeing this. Uh, all right. That's enough. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Hannity. I feel better. <laughs> so I watched this entire clip. Yeah. And there was not one moment where I, I realized, that, you know, where is... You know, the James Franco character just, you know, off camera going, spring break, spring break. That's my only experience with spring break. Like, I really don't get spring break. What okay. is spring break, Paul? You All right. So, folks, you, this is my experience. This is this is what happened. Did you go wild? I posted this mm-hmm. in our show notes. Ryan puts a note next to it saying, what the hell is spring break? Now, okay, before now, we get me, into this. That question is just like... It, which got me to thinking, right? Is Spring Break an entirely American creation? Yes. And, and I'm pretty sure it is. 
and I had never considered that before. I thought because especially because people go outside of the United States to celebrate it. It's not even a real thing. It's just okay. So Ryan, do you really not know what it is? I you know, I know what it is, but I don't okay. quite understand the phenomenon of it, the Florida bit, you know, them don't going. Don't ask me to explain it, and I don't want you to explain it because I've seen that movie and I still don't understand it. Like, are there a lot of ga- gang fights and? Okay, and, 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 all right, irrelevant. So no, that movie has nothing to do with Spring Break. This is how you think about Spring Break. Spring Break. It is an excuse. Sorry. For college kids to drink a lot and behave idiotically. That happens all the time in Canada. You guys no, don't no, have no, a no. specific week for that. Yes. So, this, oh, and don't get me wrong; it's not limited to the week. Oh, okay, <laughs> but, good. But it basically gives people carpet launch to do something dumb. That is like it, it's an excuse, right? It, it, they're going to behave irrationally anyway. But this is actually a specific time set aside for that exact thing. Okay, <laughs> that is what it's for. Like, there's no, there's no two ways about it. Like, it, it, it's just an excuse to drink and go like to you know, Mexico. So spring break is a week that sort of works within all the colleges and universities. There is a call. Right. So every, no, and not every college has the exact same time for spring break. Mm-hmm. Um, the UC, like where I live in California, the UCs, like the university of Southern California universities, the university of California universities mm-hmm. are, like the the I, from what I understand, they're more or less in sync. Um, the private schools don't like they can have, but they generally do. Like I I don't know of a, I mean maybe there's a college that exists out there that doesn't have spring break, but I know like I went to USC. I we we had spring break. UCLA has spring break. Everybody like all the all the colleges I know of have spring break. Right. So and it, and it, th- there's nothing. Like, okay, and think about it this way. The universities are not saying you need to take this week off to go party. <laughs> oh, of course. Spring, yeah. <laughs> spring break happened before then, right? Like, mm-hmm. they had their it's – it's supposed to be the interim between the, uh, the beginning of the semester and the end of the semester. Like, that's what spring break is for. It's to divide the two sections. Mm-hmm. And – they so they gave those students the week off, but they probably originally. I'm willing to bet they probably did it for the teachers' sake, <laughs> yeah. just to have a break. But uh, so and then it evolved into what it is today. So when I went to university, um, we had two breaks, one for each semester, and they were called reading weeks. Um, <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, I'm being serious. That's brilliant reading weeks. <laughs> They're called Reading Week, and I mean, occasionally uh, they would. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but maybe there was midterms before Reading Week, or maybe midterms were like the week after Reading Week, and that kind of gave you the opportunity to, you know, study up and review and stuff. But most of the time on Reading Week, it was it was just you know an excuse to recharge the batteries, uh, you know, sleep in a couple days, and of course there were the occasional nights where there'd be I. I when I went to university, I room with two two friends, and uh, there was the occasional evening where we would partake in festivities that involved alcoholic beverages. Um, there was not much reading going on, but that's just what you do in university. It was responsible drinking, of course. Um, uh, uh. There was no bad cocaine. There was no good cocaine. 
Um, there was well, also no Hannity. You, come on. We already know that at least somebody in Canada is enjoying the Coke. Well, so Justin don't, Bieber's- don't try to pass this off as, oh, yeah, there's only cocaine. All those bad drugs, that's an American thing. They only have to deal with that. Oh, Canada has you know only good cocaine. I'm willing to bet there's a lot of meth in Canada now that I think about it. I would not know. I've Illicit <laughs> drugs are not in my forte. So. Not my – okay, Ryan. It's not mine either. I'm not I, saying I, it I, is. If, okay, if I wanted to buy meth today, like <laughs> okay. right now. Because you're having this conversation. If I wanted to buy meth today, I would not know where to go. Same here. I don't know okay. how people do and it. That's fine. And that's fine. How right? do you buy drugs? Well, why am I? Why are we talking about this on the internet? Everyone's because like, because my point is simply that I don't have to know where I can buy illegal drugs to know that meth in certain parts of the country is a problem. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm not I've seen saying Breaking Bad. Is you don't have to. You can admit. That like oh, in Colorado, for example, meth mm-hmm. is an issue because there's a lot of open space there, and people can hide it a lot better. Mm. Okay, so I'll my going point up into is the Rockies and doing some rocks. Is that we're saying. I know this. Yeah, and meth you rocks. can be you know informed about drug problems without being in trouble. Like I feel okay. like you're just <laughs> kind of like you feel like admitting this is somehow complicit in this whole thing i just want to make sure our listeners know that we are a clean podcast that's it not you know we're there yeah well that's not what i meant i just mean that if we had to do a urine test for this podcast to exist we'd be fine Uh, i'd be fine (laughs) (laughs) breathalyzer mm, depends on the day but (laughs) no i'm just joking guys moving on thank you hannity Thank you, Sean Hannity. You're so... Why? Okay. And this just needs to be said. And uh, To top this whole thing off, why are you talking about spring break? Shut the fuck up. Spring break. Spring break. Spring break. All right. House of Thrones. That movie was dumb. Sorry. House of Thrones. House of Thrones. I have seen this. And it is funny. Ryan, explain. So what appears to be... Uh, What's his face? Justin Timberlake with a a, a southern accent. When and, I saw this, uh, no, hold on, <laughs> that is not Justin Timberlake. I know, but if you look really no. quick at that YouTube video, no. it kind of looks and like him. His hair is so wrong. That is not that is not the Timberlake hair. Well, of course it isn't. But anyways, it's a <laughs> uh, it's a parody video uh, taking House of Cards and mashing it together with Game of Thrones, and it's all about um, uh, Frank Underwood taking on yeah. all the. Uh, the contenders of the throne and kind of doing his typical like yeah uh, monologue to the camera type it's stuff. really it's really well done yeah i was impressed actually like i had heard about it and i was and i was i had kind of avoided it and i finally ended up saying it. i'm like okay that's pretty clever good job so i guess we should play a clip yeah yeah all right here let me scroll a bit Anister to swing a sword when he has two missing hands. Damn it! I really needed that one! It's freezing, so why in the world would Egret be taking her shirt off? Wow. Sometimes, in order to get what you want, you have to be a little pushy. Yeah, it's it's uh so, it's by good. the way, this whole thing 
is a Quiznos commercial. <laughs> well, you know what? Kudos. This kid brings no. us back. Kudos to Quiznos because I, I kind of want a toasted agree. sub now. I completely agree. Like there is one line at the end of it that says Quiznos. That's it. Yeah. It and uh, like it, it. It is jarring because up to that point, it's at the end of the commercial, and at that point, you're like, "Whoa, okay, I guess this is a Quiznos commercial." At first, I thought it was just like, "Oh, they're just like throwing Quiznos in there because it's funny," or maybe Frank Underwood really likes Quiznos. But and then I looked into it. It's like I guess the YouTube channels is sponsored by Quiznos, but. I'm not opposed to um, companies doing quirky advertisements. Oh, I'd applaud it. I, our advertising has gotten real stale, and anything that can reinvigorate it, I yeah. think, is a good thing. Anything that's entertaining, man. Like, that's oh, yeah. not the freaking Super Bowl. I feel like we save, like, in the last year's commercials weren't even that good. But I feel like a lot of times we save all that stuff for some, in, in, in such a big event. Well, you don't need the Super Bowl anymore. You, you no. Know, it's free to go viral, you know? And they pay millions of dollars to go viral. You know, considering it's easier to, to pay probably millions of dollars and then go viral because people saw it on the Super Bowl and they share it. But this Quiznos ad probably went viral without spending any money besides production. You know, they yeah. upload it to YouTube, share it on the web initially, well, and then it spreads. They have distribution that is essentially free. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it, advertisements have have a lot more venues these days, and they can probably get more eyeballs in front of them just by making a good, funny, interesting ad. Sure, sure, and I completely agree. Mm-hmm. All right, man. What's up with Toronto? <laughs> I <laughs> just don't go know. Open, I'll just open with that. There's just so many weird things going on in that city, and I'm I'm worried that it's going to trickle down here to Peterborough. I mean, I'm not far. It's just a hop, skip, and a jump down the 401, man. Can you even – can you – you're not eligible to vote in, not in no. ma- the mayoral race, are you? No, but I, I will have an opportunity to vote for my city's mayor in October. Like it's all – or yeah, it's all the same across Ontario, I think. Sure. So no, I, I do not have a, a say in uh, in Rob Ford's performance. So we remain yeah. impartial on this show. <laughs> right. Yeah, because that's our that's our <laughs> so biggest that's, worry. That's our mantra. Yeah. So election, I am imagine. So when do you guys run elections in November? Because that's be, when we do it. It'll be October 2014 for for the mayoral race, and okay. then I think. So yeah. I <laughs> expect lots more news from the Ford camp. That'll be entertaining. Uh, so Toronto has started. <laughs> I don't know what to call it other than. Other than signs that say, vote for this guy, he's less bad than Rob Ford. (laughs) Anything is better, basically, than Mr. Ford. And they have these dudes saying something like, "Uh, okay, the current mayor threatens to kill people and get publicly drunk. If elected, I promise I will just get publicly drunk. Yeah, now these ads are parody ads. They're not actually for people who are actually running. It's more or less a, um, I think it's well, a user-driven a website. Yeah. They're, yeah. I actually didn't go to the website. Let's go check that out. No Ford It's nofordnation.com. And it's just a series of, like, there's a there's a YouTube clip, 
and there's a lot of a lot of stuff. Oh my god, they have an animated show, Paul. Yeah, yeah, I know. I didn't watch any of these. Are I they know. good? I have no idea. It kind of scared me. I was like, this strikes me as a thing that's just trying too hard. But I do I do I want to play it? You kind of do. Just, uh, all right, all right, do all it. Right. This is this is not. This is not. <laughs> this, this is not like uh, screened first, folks. So I apologize. Could just be the worst shit ever. This is real audio, is what it says. It says. There has been a serious accusation from the Toronto Star that I use crack cocaine. I do not use crack cocaine, nor am I an addict of crack cocaine. You hear that? No crack! It's like a family guy of crack cocaine. Yes, I have some crack cocaine. Yeah, you tell him, Rob! Oh, wait. When have, you- have I tried it? Um, probably in one of my drunken stupors, probably approximately about a year ago. So this was a very clear parody of uh, Family Guy. And the... Okay, I have a couple thoughts. (laughs) They used... So what they did is they just had an animated cartoon with real audio footage. And... I get it, and I think that's fine. But they made a few like they made a few jokes in here that really didn't need to be done. Mostly them visual, like they're like they have him constantly eating, and I'm like that is that does nothing for your argument. The fact that he's big really doesn't do anything. Like I'm actually a little bit that there's no. It removes the substance of your argument if you make jokes that are not like relevant to the conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, just if you're gonna if you're going to bring against if you're gonna bring something against somebody like this, then you should at least be like you should at least have some <laughs> a substantive argument. Well, some and would being argue that is not one of those arguments. Well, some would argue that uh, that his his drug problem is 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 awful, but also his you know food problem is is also an issue. And and making fun of that issue is you know it's not illegal to to enjoy food, right? Uh, but it is illegal to do drugs, so they should probably focus on the illegal bit and then I say, know, right? "Hey, you know." The the alcohol problem and the food problem, like you might want to get that in check. Okay, quick note mm. for judge's ruling: Are you what are you like? Who is saying that him being overweight is a problem? Oh no, any... he's he's seriously unhealthy. I mean, no, no, I, that's not the question. Oh, what's the question? Who's saying that it's an issue? Yeah, nobody. Like, do people say that? No, no, no. Or are you I, just making that up? Well, I don't know if I'm making it up. I'm sure at some point someone has questioned whether <laughs> F- Rob Ford's health is an issue. And there's there. Okay, I have a story for you. There was an issue. There was a, a point when his when he was mayor that there was a weight loss challenge, and Rob Ford had said, "I'm going to do this weight loss challenge, and I'm going to lose weight, and it's going to be amazing." And I think he ended up gaining weight during that campaign and that was sort of seen as like a you know dude that's probably not good kind of thing 
I'm not saying it's the least of his concerns right now, I think. Uh, you might want to curb the drug and alcohol first, right? Uh, probably. Mm-hmm. That would be a wise move, yes. <laughs> There's an animated cat on this video, so... I know, I'm not going any further down that hole. <laughs> Watch on your own time, folks. Watch on your own time. Nofordnation.com. And by the way, the other, the other little billboard thing says, he promises to just smoke pot as mayor, not crack. Yeah. Sounds good like a him. pretty good... Uh, Especially with the uh, you know legalization of marijuana, you know I like that man. What? Well, if they're trying to legalize marijuana in Canada, really? Oh, or is this an ongoing thing? Well, no. I mean, in 2015, I how much you want to bet that the one of the top billing arguments for the election will be legalization of marijuana. Like that is going to be bullet point top three. No doubt. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's huh. uh. Well, Justin Trudeau has already said that it's part of his election campaign. All right. So. Okay. Well, good good for Canada, I guess. Well, I, You're gonna... I don't know. I don't know personally, but <laughs> hey, whatever whatever works, right? Sure. All right. Let's cap off this Rob Ford's sandwich. Mm. What that means? It's not really a sandwich. I mean, the Rob Ford stuff was really at the end. It's more like a open ended sandwich. So this is a skit using the words, more or less, of Mr. Ford in the argument of his cocaine use, right? So you'll see what I mean in just a second. So, and this is very clever, right? and I'll, I'll play part of it right now. Um, kiddo, were you playing with the ball in here yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, because there's a new crack. In the door. Did you do that? I did not do the crack. Well, I have a video that says you did. I did not do the crack, and I am not in the habit of making cracks. As for the (laughs) video, I will not comment on a video that I have never seen or doesn't exist. Well, did you throw the ball? (laughs) Yes, I did. It's a really good video. It uh, is. I, I played about I played about forty seconds of it. It's about a minute and a half long, mm-hmm. but yeah, it, it's worth checking out for sure. We'll it's embed very, that I one left. on on the episode post for sure because it's definitely worth watching. It's it's great. Her logic is flawless too. It's perfect. Well, it, the 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 beauty of it is that it's a very almost extremely close, if not word for word, of what Rob Ford said. Yeah. Like, well, well, I mean, he denied it at first. When they called him on it, he said, "Yes, I did it, but I didn't do it at the same time." And then, like, it just get devolves from there. Like, he tried to absolve him. Like, the the child's logic was that the ball caused the crack, not him, not her. Yeah, and and that, in that sense, and compared to Rob Ford, he blames the alcohol as opposed right. to his poor judgment. In one of my drunken stupors, right? <laughs> Yeah, she says sleepy stupors, which I thought was great. I, it's it's just a really well put together video. It was well done. I yeah. like that. That was a good find. I was I was thinking that we wouldn't have any Rob Ford talk this week. To be honest, there's always Rob Ford talk. Yeah, you know what? If there's anything that this show has proven is that there will always be Rob Ford talk. I know. I cannot and wait hopefully, until October. <laughs> and hopefully Wiener. But I'm I Ryan. I'm pretty sure we put the nail in that coffin. Well, Wiener was the Ford. Yeah. Prior to Ford. When when Ford started doing his antics, it was kind of like, ah, I was worried we wouldn't have a wiener. So, 
my eyes came out <laughs> spring break <laughs> i don't know it's just <laughs> so okay we we had our weekly wiener and what should we do now the 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 frequent ford <laughs> oh jeez i think you just nailed it <laughs> sleeping with the elephant alliteration for the win <laughs> all right folks i think ryan you got anything else to say before we get out of here no all right, let's get out of here. <laughs> Info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com is where you should, you can and should email us. Mm-hmm. That's what I say anyway. Uh, the Lazy Elephant and Unhappy Beaver are our fake Twitter accounts. And we tweet there sometimes. I do. <laughs> uh, I tweet you know what? That was kind of Okay, real quick. That was kind of an experiment. And I don't know how it's going to work. So we'll keep up with it for now. It's just a thing. It's there. If you want exactly. to follow us there, that's fine. If uh, I think really, if you want the best bang for your buck, you're following us uh, at our, our actual accounts. Exactly. Uh, speaking of which, Peace Wicked and R. Murphy are our normal Twitter accounts. And you know what? We need, we love some feedback, whether it's you know via email or on iTunes, whatever. It's always appreciated, man. I mm. like it. It's it's it it warms our hearts, especially Ryan's because he's cold. Well, I mean, it's spring, so it's starting to thaw. <laughs> Ryan, uh, what else you got going on this week that you'd like to let the good people know about? Uh, I can't remember if last week that I had pimped the uh, Gamers in Patreon, but uh, uh-uh. I can't remember. So I'll do it again. Gamers in is on Patreon now. We are that's brilliant. Yeah, accepting patrons of all kinds. And That's good. we welcome them with open arms to our Canadian gaming podcast. If you want to check it out, it's at patreon.com slash thegamersin. And uh, all help is appreciated. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Patreon. All right, cool. Uh, I got nothing else to say. Really? No, like, uh, wisecracks about poutine or anything? Bye, everybody!